developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Dairy Gold Agribusiness. For quality feed, expert service, and support you can trust. Welcome to our program. I'm John O'Connor. Coming up, Beef Plan Rally on Wednesday, 10th of July, outside Doyle Aaron to oppose the Mercosur draft deal. Dunmanway Agricultural Show marks its 71st anniversary on tomorrow's Sunday, 7th of July, with a record number of entries for their show 2019. But our top story, a grassland reseeding farm walk takes place on Monday, 8th of July, on the Owens Farm, Mononymy, Kilavullen. Mr Adrian Curtin, Dairy Advisor, Chagas Canturk Office, has details. Adrian, welcome to the programme. Details of this very important reseeding farm walk. So there is an upcoming winter now on Monday happening in Kilavullen on the Joe Owens farm. So it's a reseeding demo that's going to be held in conjunction with Chagas. And they are going to go through the main points of receding, so varieties, uh, sprays after receding, and even they're going to have a bit of a demo of the machinery involved during the day as well. And that's at 2 p.m. on Monday. And then for anyone that is involved in KT, there is a KT event coming up in Bendon in Schnock Estate on Thursday, July 11th. And there's two tours there. One is starting at 11 and the other one is starting at 2. And that's on biorefinery to do with uh, grass and loss. So those are the upcoming events, Adrian, for the moment. Yeah. Joe Owens in Kilavullen. It'll be signposted on the day. It's somewhere close to the gold crop stores there. Now, we come to our main topic. Generally looking, at, uh, I suppose, at uh, grass production, grass management, what's the maximum amount of lime that should be spread at the moment? You're bearing in mind that there's a lot of Irish soil traditionally has been a bit short of lime, and lime enables the other constituents in the soil to work more effectively towards building up that grass. Yep, so the, the maximum at any one period of time would be three tonnes to the acre, would be the maximum, but in general most of us kind of go and like to apply about maybe two tonnes to the acre at, at a single time. It kind of, it's a nice round figure and kind of easy enough to manage. What is the most important nutrient to replace after cutting silage? What do you feel you have to replace after the silage cutting? Uh, so silage cutting is very hard on uh, the key, the, the potassium in the soil. So most, one of the most important things to replace is the decay in the soil. So generally you want to nearly have a one-to-one. So whatever amount of units of nitrogen you put out, you want to apply the same units of uh, potassium back to the soil again. It, uh, silage is very hard and it starts to deplete it very quickly if it's not put back again. Now, silage bales, when taking surplus bales, is it the highest covers of grass you should be cutting? It generally it is the highest covers that you'll be cutting on the farm uh, just to control it but in some cases if you have fields maybe that are gone out of control gone a bit steamy or uh, just not maybe grazed right in the last round it might be an option to take them the moment when there's good grass growth that you can uh, get the grass under control keep the quality good that way you can kind of take the bales off with nice clean regrowth and you'll be coming to aft grass after it like 
Now, the grazing height, what's the ideal cover or height that a farmer should be grazing at the moment, Adrian? So for those probably that are measuring grass, you'll be looking at like 1,400 kilos of dry matter. But for those that aren't in maybe a simpler way to get around, it would be if you just use your fists, so like each fist would be about 500. So you could just use three fists. Three fists would be the ideal height of grass that you should be grazing at the moment. Uh, anything stronger than that then should be said, taken out, as we said, the surplus bales or through uh, just maybe putting into the pit or whatever you have at the time. Now, any other points you want to mention that would help people to maximise on what I think is... Uh, a very good period for farming at the moment for silage cutting. Yep. Good weather generally, nice bit of sun. So I suppose there, at the moment there's plenty of farmers taking the opportunity of fine weather that's there to maybe cut some second cut silage or hay or anything like that. So I just want to keep in mind, uh, so these second cut silage that are coming in, we've uh, a share of samples got into Kentork testing for nitrogen now in the last two weeks. And uh, some of them are coming back high enough in nitrogen. So just maybe be aware that if you aren't sure how long the fertiliser is out or how much fertiliser is out in it, it might be an opportunity to just get it tested, uh, check to make sure that it isn't too high in nitrogen. Um, in general, like you're looking at most grass, in good growing conditions, grass lose up maybe two units of nitrogen a day. So if you're unsure by any means that, you know, has it gone all the nitrogen out or if it looks very green, just take a sample, bring it into us, we can uh, give a quick test and see whether there's all the nitrogen has gone or not, just to be on the safe side. And again, I know it's not very expensive, but it is vital. People, we keep getting the message from Chagas, if it comes to milk, as regards milk, to be milk recording. There are still people who are not milk recording and they don't know exactly where they stand taking your silage samples, soil samples, yep. all those things, the cost is very nominal compared to you knowing exactly where you stand, whether you should be lashing out the lime or how much lime. So really, any kind of testing, Chagas will oblige, and the Canturk office, as you say, Canturk office, quite busy servicing all the samples put in. But nonetheless, you welcome more samples because that means more of your clients are going to be successful farmers and again we have Mercosur and Brexit and all these things so the one thing you can do is to maintain or even increase if possible efficiency yeah yeah and look the nitrogen in silage is something that some people get caught with every year and it's it's just something simple that can be done 20 minutes and it's done and it's over the way and you're sure that your silage isn't going to be high nitrogen in Uh, nothing worse than having a pit full of waste we should have learned from the time when there was the famine of silage that people were trying desperately to scrape a bit of uh, silage or fodder from anywhere. Yep. And very important, if you have half a pit left over, to be able to say that's good quality rather than have just muck there that the animals won't get any benefit yep. from. And again, like it, it's been a brilliant year so far to, to grow grass and I suppose fellas should take every opportunity to get be it either cutting extra bales off the fields or whatever, uh, try and avoid to waste as much grass as you can because we're only last year, it was this time last year, and everyone was looking for feed. So it's possible just to really uh, build up the stock reserves after last year again, after it got depleted. It's, it's almost like money in the bank, probably having uh, maybe even a spare couple of bales or a bit of in the pit left over. It's, it's, a extra, it's extra there, it's a reserve that uh, is always needed at times. Emotional farmers coming on where their animals were literally cows were roaring for fodder, roaring for food, and they couldn't do anything and they had that horrible situation where they'd pay anything for fodder. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, John. Could we please go back to the Owens farm because I think that's one of the key things people like to go out, 
see a farm, see a thing being done. You can explain about the theory of farming, but to go to a farm, see a farm operating, in this case, maybe sustainability, proper application of pesticides, and by seeing the actual farm, you can't beat that. So to please remind our listeners again, Adrian speaking to Adrian Curtin, Chagas Kanturk, Dairy Advisor, to please remind us about that um, special farm walk, where and when it's taking place, and uh, some of the personnel from Chagas and elsewhere who are taking part in it. Yep, so the Mallow office will be hosting a demonstration there with uh, it receding demo in Kilavolan on Monday, the 8th July. So they're going to go through, from the start, they'll probably go through the burning off the ground to the sowing of it, the cultivation practices. They will have uh, tractors on hand there showing the pr- appropriate way to sow in the seeds. And they will also go through on the day, probably a bit on pesticide use afterwards, so maybe control weeds, uh, have proper good establishment of the grass, and they'll have varieties, and they'll have some. They'll be talking about them as well on the day. That's in Kilavolan on Monday at 2 p.m. And the farm is the Owens farm? Joe Owens farm. I understand there are a couple of more events you'd like to remind our listeners about. So some more upcoming events before we uh, draw our conversation to a close. Another event that's taking place there in uh, West Cork is a Smarter Milky event. So that's taking place down in Tlannacilty. It's on July 17th at 11am. And that's taking place on Connor and Mary Murphy's farm in Tlannacilty. Uh, if they want more details for it, you can get them from your local Chagas offices. They'll, they'll also have uh, all the details of the event. Uh, another thing that's coming up is uh, the Fermi Awards for West Cork. So their closing date is the 12th of July. And you can find all your information for them. Uh, any application forms or entry forms can be got from all the Chagas West Cork offices. Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Adrian Curtin, Chagas Dairy Advisor with the Cantark office in Cork, Northwest. Thank you very much indeed, Adrian. Some additional information regarding the Kilavallan Grassland Reseeding Farm Walk planned for Monday 8th of July starting 2pm. That's on the farm of the Owens family, Monalami, Kilavallan County Cork, by kind permission. Speakers Ed Moakley and Mara Shine, Chagask, Patrick Cashman, Goldcrop, Billy Kelher, Howard Farms. Focus of the event, best practices in grassland reseeding, Benefits of reseeding and improved grass management. Nutrient management for new reseeds and grassland. Grassland weed control. Safe use of pesticides, SUD. Sustainability on dairy and beef farms. And that's all by kind permission on the farm of the Owens family. Monanami, Kilavallan County Cork, Monday 8th of July 2019 at 2pm. Some upcoming IFA meetings, Monday 8th of July, North Cork IFA County Executive Meeting in the GA Pavilion, Mallow, 8.30pm. Wednesday 10th of July, West Cork IFA County Executive Meeting in the Parkway Hotel, Dunmanway, 8.45pm. Listeners are kindly asked to note the change of date for this meeting. That's the Wednesday 10th of July, West Cork IFA County Executive Meeting, Venue, Parkway Hotel, Dunmanway, 8.45pm. Wednesday, 10th of July, Cork IFA Grain Meeting in Vienna Woods Hotel, Glanmire, Cork, at 9pm. 
Beef Plan movement invites farmers to support their anti-Mercosur protest planned for early in July. Miss Helen O'Sullivan, Secretary of the Cork branch of the Beef Plan movement, invites farmers to join the Beef Plan movement major demonstration against what's seen as a disaster for European beef farmers and specifically Irish beef farmers. Hello, John. Thank you. Uh, yes, it is indeed a, 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 it's a European disaster, this whole Mercosur agreement. Um, it, it's a very bad deal for Ireland. It will have a very serious impact on the Irish beef sector. I think roughly around 700 million euro of a loss. I suppose already the EU is already saturated with beef. We don't need to import another 99,000 tonnes of unregulated beef per year. And I suppose along with the uncertainty of Brexit as well. Our government needs to veto this agreement, John. Otherwise, beef farming in Ireland will become a thing of the past. 99,000 tonnes is an awful lot of beef coming in. Like I said, already Ireland has enough beef um, and to supply a lot of markets and... Again, with the uncertainty of Brexit, we just don't know. I think it's very hypocritical of the EU um, to be going on and on about climate change and carbon footprint. And here we are uh, now going to import beef from Brazil, or that's what they're hoping to do, and from South America and Argentina. Um, The carbon footprint there would be huge. Uh, They're cutting down the Amazon rainforest, which is is a huge disaster. So I think really and truly, even our own Minister for Agriculture, Mr Creed, has admitted that he has concerns about this deal. So I think he now needs to stand up to the mark and and veto this. I mean, this cannot happen. And the Beef Plan movement, what we're hoping to do now is we're hoping to organise a protest on July the 10th. And that is for, we're calling on every farmer in the country, along with every farm organisation, to get behind us and to support us on, on this day, on July the 10th, outside Linster House. And not only just the farmers and the farm organisations, but people that are associated with the farm sector, because there'll be a knock-on effect, i.e. the marts, the butchers, the co-ops. I'm asking everyone, the contractors, everyone, to come behind us on July the 10th and to make a stand against this and to ensure that this agreement does not go ahead. When and where the protest is taking place and what time you hope to start? The protest will be taking place on July the 10th outside Linster House at 130 and to highlight the seriousness of this agreement. Uh, the beef plan um, will help with the cost of buses, but we need to make sure of numbers. So I will give you my number, which is 87 because we need to confirm numbers before we can organise the buses. So it's vital people get in touch or go on our website and make contact, um, because we need as much people as we can get to, to be at that protest on Wednesday the 10th outside the all. Speaking to Miss Helen O'Sullivan, Cork Branch Secretary of the Beef Plan Movement, I understand your mobile number is 87 and you can be contacted for people in the Cork region or in fact anyone listening who is a farmer and wants to make arrangements to be there for that protest uh, outside Leinster House. I'm actually urging everyone to try and make this protest. It's only one day in the year you know, we are, we've often heard in the past, you know, that people need to do something. But I think the farmers need to start at their own farmyard and they themselves need to get up and get out. It's only one day in the year and it'll make a big difference. So, yes, I'm urging everyone to um, try and make it to the protest on July the 10th. My own number is 87 uh, Also, we have another number, Jardineen, 87 
And if you can contact us and we'll organise buses, like I said, Beast Plan is a voluntary um, organisation, but we will help with the cost of the bus. So please, again, I'm urging everyone to try and make it out on the 10th of July. One statistic which is now becoming very clear that the equivalent of a football pitch of Amazonian rainforest is cleared every minute. So every minute of the day, round the clock, 365 days in the year, that an area, the equivalent of a football pitch, is cleared of Amazonian forest. We're told about the importance, the vital importance of trees as carbon sinks, the value of trees for the environment extracting harmful gases from the atmosphere. But we know how long it takes for trees to grow. Some of these trees in the Amazonian forests are hundreds of years old. But then we have here on this side of the world, we're told to plant a Sitka spruce and we know how long that will take. But we have literally one football pitch per minute being burned. And if this agreement uh, takes effect, we'll be buying cattle. The Irish consumer will be offered uh, cheap meat produced on land cleared of forests. In climate change and global warming, we're told that there are no borders, that what happens in one country affects all countries. So this is the height of hypocrisy. The Amazon rainforest, it's referred to as the world's lungs. We need we the, the world needs that to, to take all the, the badness out of the air, the environment. And here we have the EU kind of attacking the farmers day in, day out. You must do this, you must cut back your herds, you must set trees, etc. etc. And here they are now, uh, taking in beef from a country where they're cutting down the rainforest, allowing for beef production and shipping that meat halfway across the world. And it's unregulated meat, uh, John. We have no idea. There's no traceability. There are no tags on these cattle. There's, they're hormone pumped. We have no traceability whatsoever. Whereas you come back here to Ireland, you have the best cattle in the whole world, grass-fed cattle, zero carbon print. We're doing exactly what we're told to do. And yet they're hoping now to open another huge market and completely saturate Ireland and the EU countries. Um, again, with the whole uncertainty around Brexit, if that you know if that deal goes ahead, you know we export 270,000 tons of uh, beef to England. So we've the unknown of that as well. It's like it's a double whammy for the beef farmers. We're already in trouble enough uh, without this now as well. So again, I'm absolutely urging everyone. It's only one day. I'm asking everyone, farmers, farm organisations, to come together. We're fighting for the one cause. No matter what farm organisation you are. We should all unite and get out there and every farmer and every person related to the farmers regarding contractors, uh, butchers, you know, it has a huge knock on effect. So if you could just for one day, just to make that effort and to show the government that we do not want this to happen and we do not want a part of rural Ireland closed down and our livelihoods taken away from us. The level of resistance to the deal, that'll be something which will hit home for the government the day date and venue for this protest meeting and those phone numbers, your own phone number. So venue, day, date and time and phone numbers for people who want to arrange transport or inquire about the whole protest itself. Uh, the venue is, is the doll outside Linster House on July the 10th in Dublin. It's at 11.30. Uh, we are hoping to run buses. We will help with the cost of the buses but we need you to ring us to contact us to organise the buses because we need to confirm numbers. So, again, my own number is 87 uh, Jardineen's number is 87 
5669. And I think it's very important that we all make a special effort for this because if this goes ahead, um, rural, uh, rural Ireland is definitely going to close down and beef farming will be a thing of the past. Thank you very much, Helen. Miss Helen O'Sullivan, Secretary of the Cork Branch of the Beef Plan Movement. Helen, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much, John. Thank you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Mr. John Magner of Finnegale, Agri, representative for Cork East, in the course of a lengthy and wide-ranging statement to the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme regarding the role of EU Commissioner for Agriculture, and Rural Development, Mr Phil Hogan, stresses that Mr Hogan is Commissioner for the entire European Union of 28 members and not just Ireland, even though, of course, he is Irish. Mr Magna recalls the perception in some quarters in Ireland that Mr Hogan's predecessor, Dacian Kyolos, being Romanian from a formerly communist East European country, might be suspect on issues such as convergence and, quote, going native. Refusing accusations that Commissioner Hogan was not looking after Ireland's interests by supporting the draft EU Mercosur signing, Mr Magna believes it's self-obvious that we are living now in a global economy where trade-offs are part and parcel of everyday life. Macuza reflects this, he contends. Mr Magna, in his comment on the role of EU Commissioner Phil Hogan and the signing of the draft EU Mercosur deal, which includes agriculture, he predicts that the Mercosur deal may be changed or indeed never actually implemented. The definitive stumbling block against implementation of Mercosur may be the failure of the South American countries involved to satisfy EU regulations on creating a level playing field on production. Eight years or more, he points out, is being mentioned as a possible implementation target and concludes his evaluation of EU Mercosur prospects by urging critics of Commissioner Hogan's rule to recall it's taken 20 years to get this far. In the course of his wide-ranging statement, Mr Magner attempts to put current beef and milk prices into the context of the EU mid-quota removal, the four-movement rule and price grid. Part of a statement received from Mr John Magner, Fine Gael Agri representative for Cork East, regarding the role of the EU Commissioner for Agriculture and Rural Development, Mr Phil Hogan, in the EU Mercosur draft deal signing. The 71st Dunmanway Agricultural Show is taking place on tomorrow Sunday, 7th of July. With more on the background to the show, Miss Kitty Cotter, Secretary Dunmanway Show, 2019. Kitty, welcome to the programme. First of all, the venue. Please confirm the venue and date of your show. The Drumlean Alon Racecourse in Dunmanway, 
by very kind permission of the Ballyboy Race Committee and it's a wonderful um, field and facilities there so we're very grateful to them. That's our show on tomorrow, Sunday, the 7th of July. To remind our listeners about some of the big attractions, the livestock on the one side, and I'm sure you'll have entertainment on the other. That is correct, John. We have quite an array of um, important events at our show in Dunmanway on tomorrow, Sunday, the 7th. Um, We have um, the Broadmare Championship, uh, sponsored by Murray Brothers, who has been running for quite a while. it's um, in two parts, lightweight and heavyweight, with a, an overall final. We have um, Young Horse Championship, Young Horse Classes. We also have um, Horse Sport Ireland, All-Ireland Young Handler Championship Regional Qualifier. Um, this is our second year having the Regional Qualifier, and we're very grateful to Horse Sport Ireland for that. And it's uh, for our young people, it's in two categories, um, a junior and a senior. And a very interesting thing has um, evolved from that. At last year's show, one of our young competitors, Ellie Duggan, um, showed in hand for the first time. And she is now going representing Ireland in the European Young Breeders in Austria. Um, and it it started with her showing in hand at Dunmanway Show last year. Now, she's a, a competent riding girl. She rides ponies as well. But this is a big, big plus for Dunmanway Show again. We also have young handlers in every section. We have in the in the beef section, we have up to 20 young handlers showing there. We also have in young handlers in the dairy, uh, in the sheep, and in dogs, um, in the cattle side, we have the EBI Cow Championship, which has been running for a few years, sponsored by Carberry Group. We also have the All-Ireland EBI Calf Championship, sponsored by Monster AI Services. We have the very um, important Monster Pedigree Beef Bull Championship, sponsored by Lehan and Associates Dunmanway, which has been running for a good number of years as well uh, very well supported this year um, we have 16 entries in it um, we also have the All-Ireland Hoggett Yo Championship um, with 500 euros in prizes there and this is kindly sponsored by Hygia Chemicals and Bank of Ireland on Manway so we're very grateful for that um, then we have all the usual horse classes and of course our Supreme Champion um, is competing for the Henry Smith Cup, which is a very valuable cup that has been in Dermanway for its its history and shows. Um, then in the indoor section, uh, the domestic side, uh, we have a massive entry of almost a thousand entries. And this year we have uh, new shelving put up in, in there. Um, by kind permission from the Ballyboy Race Committee. And this um, shelving has been made possible through the grant that we have received from Minister Ring's office um, the, um, and the ISA. Um, Mr. Ring is the Minister for um, Rural Development, um, and he has supported the shows last year and this year. And 
we're extremely grateful for this um, because a lot of shows um, were struggling and only for this money coming, um, they would be in, in serious trouble. And we also get um, from the Department of Agriculture um, a grant towards um, the insurance. So um, that is because the high cost of insurance is prohibits a lot of events from taking place. But um, this is a great help to the shows. We get this insurance rebate, so it, it brings the cost to a, a manageable level for shows. And we're very grateful to the Irish Shows Association who facilitate the, the distribution of these funds. Speaking to Miss Kitty Cotter, Secretary of the Dunmanway Show, I'm not too sure if there will be as many shows as in previous years, starting off today with the high costs, which will be able to celebrate 71 years. Well, that's very true, John. Um, you know, um, there's a few shows after crying off this year from the ISA calendar, and um, there's always a few new ones starting up, but... Um, it's very difficult to keep the shows going, but thankfully we're very fortunate in West Cork. We have a great number of shows all around the West Cork area, and they're all running for quite a long time. So there's great tribute um, due to the people that started these shows and that kept them going. And, you know, we're all taking up the mantle, and it's voluntary work and um, doing our best to improve on what we have and that so it's um and it's a lovely tradition the show is a lovely day out and then of course um apart from the showing classes and all that then there's something for everybody there's entertainment um there's entertainment for um, children there's um trade stands um there's then you have your show catalog or show book with all your entries and your um advertisements on it and we're extremely grateful to all the businesses in Dramanway Town who place ads on our, our book and uh, support us in that way. And we hope that people will support their businesses during the year when the opportunity arises. Um, we have, um, as I mentioned before, the Carberry Group are terrific sponsors there and Dreena Co-op. And uh, I, I won't go mentioning everyone because... Um, it would take all day, but um, we are as Murray brothers. Some of these are with us for many, many years, and we're extremely grateful to them all. And as you know, without sponsorship, shows can't go on. So, um, and coupled with that, then you ha we have to do fundraising events during the year and things, uh, and we get great support. So we're delighted with all that, and that's that's what makes the show. Um, that's what makes it possible for the show to run. West Cork uh, seems to be very lucky in the number of shows which have managed to survive right through the austerity years when the country was in a state of uh, collapse and we're always in some kind of um, period uh, of change. But now we are facing into the unknown with the Brexit, the Mercosur deal. And this, of course, to make the most of this, this will be an opportunity to come along and for one day you'll have a showcase of the great things that people can do when they work together, all your voluntary workers who are working and putting their heart into this. So you have done Manway Show, a great reflection of what can be done when local people, 
volunteer to work free of charge in order to produce something which is a great advert, a showcase for the Dunmanway area. And I'm sure the social thing is very important too. A great social event and it shows that rural Ireland is still alive and uh, ready to battle Brexit and Mercosur or whatever the global situation throws at us. Yes, um, that's very true, John. And um, the social aspect of the show is uh, very important to the area. And, um, you know, it's lovely to see people around the field and they're meeting people. And some of them mightn't have met since the last show. But um, And just um, to encourage young people to get involved. And Manway is renowned for... Um, young people's competitions and having young people. And on the social aspect, we have a lovely story. Um, our local county councillor here in Dermanway, Declan Hurley, um, who was mayor last year, um, met his girlfriend at Dermanway show last year, and they have got engaged on the anniversary of Dermanway show this year, and um, we wish them all the best. It's a lovely uh, story, and to tell young people, you know, you might meet somebody nice at the show, so come along. And that, uh, and we are recommending to Declan and Catherine that um, if they choose to get married for next year, you know, make sure that uh, that it's around the Manway Showtime, and they can have the after party with us and that. But. Um, it's it's just a lovely story. And another one of our uh, young people who has helped us down through the years, um, Claire Walsh, um, she has also got engaged. And we wish them all the very best. Um, it's, it's, it's just nice to hear that because most show committees um, are all complaining that their members are uh, getting older and, and it's hard to get young people in. So... We're very fortunate to have a nice story to to tell um, with our Dermanway show for this year. And we also had another girl who was competing last year in the Young Handlers, and she actually won out the series, which the final was at the ploughing match, um, Katie Deneen, and she went into the very last round of this um, European Young Breeders as well. But our local girl here, Ellie Duggan, um, is through to the final in Austria and she started her in-hand showing in Dunmanway in that young handlers competition. So um, all these things, if we want to keep our shows on the road, we have to encourage the young people and we have to, and we're hoping that our newly elected county mayor, Christopher O'Sullivan, will be able to come and do the official opening for us. We have other celebrities lined up as well. We have our local councillor, Declan Hurley, as I mentioned already, and uh, president of the Irish Shows, David Sheehan. So um, hopefully um, our newly elected mayor, Christopher O'Sullivan, will be with us. Thank you very much indeed, Miss Kitty Cotter, secretary for the 2019 Dunmanway Agricultural Show taking place on tomorrow, Sunday, 7th of July. And as I understand it, Kitty, it's open from 9 in the morning, is it? Yes, that's right, John. Yes, thank you to All in County Sound. We appreciate all the publicity. All these local things are very important to the show and to, you know, keep the whole thing going. So thank you very much, John. 
Thank you, Kitty. Miss Kitty Carter, Secretary of the 2019 Dunmanway Agricultural Show, the 71st show, and a great record there, and bigger and better than ever, tomorrow, Sunday, 7th of July, 9am. Thank you very much, Kitty, and good luck with everything, and especially the weather tomorrow. Thanks, Kitty. Thank you, John. Barry Rose Show 2019 is taking place on Saturday, 13th of July, 2019. Mr John O'Brien is chairman of Barry Rose Show. John, welcome to the programme. Now, Barry Rose Show is rather an historic show, long established. So, John, t- thanks a million for the opportunity to um, outline some of the details about Barry Rose Show. It's our 63rd show. Um, it, it Actually, originally the show grew out of a, a mocker field day back, uh, back in the early years of mocker de firma and, and back in the early years of show. So, you know, some of the original people who were there for the original show are still with us. And uh, thankfully. So anyway, our show uh, is on on the 13th of July. And we're very fortunate that we have um, the facilities of Barry Road GA Field where we host the show. And um, it's a very safe uh, venue. It's, it's a fantastic venue because we've got all the facilities that are conducive to running a successful show. We actually run the show in the pitch itself. Uh, so we have the horse showing and the cattle showing and all the events that are associated with the show in the pitch. So as you can appreciate, it's a very safe environment for the show. And then we're very fortunate as well to have ample parking and facilities around the uh, show field. And we can use the dressing rooms and the kitchen that's uh, in, in Barry Road GA facilities uh, to to host the catering uh, on the day. So it's, it's a fantastic venue. We're actually in the GA field with 25 or 6 years and uh, with, with a non-broken record, except for the year of the foot and motor course where there was no shows anywhere. But, um, you know, we've had a, a very successful run at the show, and, uh, you know, it's a great family day out for anyone who cares to attend it. Now, did you get any assistance from anyone from the department, from the show society? Has anybody helped you with the cost of insurance or cost of oh, running yes. the show? We've been very fortunate uh, through the... Uh, uh, generosity of the present government and particularly Minister Michael Ring we've got two tranches of, of grants uh, over the last two years which has contributed fantastically towards the you know the, the upkeep of the show and maybe the modernisation of some of our equipment to run the show now equally there's also a contribution from Irish shows uh, towards insurance every year insurance is look it is it is a big cost and it's a big event we're very fortunate, John, in that we run a very safe show, you know, and I think all shows are run very well, you know. There, there's a great emphasis on safety, so there, there we've had we've had actually no claim on our insurance today, thanks to the God. Uh, we we run a very safe show, and I think that's the way, you know, that's the way shows have to be run. Uh, I myself am, I, as well as being chairman, I'm the main safety steward, the safety officer, and we we pay particular emphasis on safety on the day. Now, look, things do happen, and I'm not saying that, you know, as the fellow said, hopefully we'll run without an incident, but we try our best to run a very safe show, and those who have attended Barry Row Show can vouch for that, in that it's a very it's a very pleasant event, and it's a very safe event for people showing cattle, poultry, horses, ponies, and whatever, you know, it's a very enjoyable day. But we are very fortunate to have tremendous facilities in uh, the Barry Road GA pitch. Now, the entries um, have t- 
technically have closed since last week, but look, we will be taking entries up until Sunday because our brochure needs to go to print on Monday. If there's a, a few people out there who would still like to enter, we will take an entry still. But uh, our show then officially opens at, you know, the field is open from 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning. And showing starts around 11 o'clock. It officially starts at, at half past 11 with cattle and horses. And then we've got a tremendous dog show at 2 o'clock. And also, uh, for the past number of years, and this year again, we're actually hosting the All-Ireland Colt Fall Championship, which will be on approximately around 3 o'clock. Now, that's a tremendous event. Um, uh, actually, it's run by uh, the Irish Shows organization itself. We host it. It's the highlight of our, our day. Now, we also have some tremendous cattle showing, uh, all breeds of cattle, dairy and beef. And, we, you know, we, we have a, a great show of cattle. We're also very fortunate, you know, to, from Barry Row Parish to have sponsors like Barry Row Co-op, who are very generous to us, of course. But we, we, we have tremendous sponsors who have been with us down through the years. And, you know, people see the success of the show and see the value of the show. And we're very fortunate that we are able to gather sponsorship. So, look, we're in a situation where we, you know, we, we cover our costs on a yearly basis uh, through entry fees and through sponsorship. The subvention from the government in the past two years has been a great boost to all shows, particularly the Barry Rowe show. You know, we have a great relationship with the parish, with the community and with the co-op. And can I at this stage mention, of course, uh, our ladies' committee. We've got a tremendous ladies' committee who do the catering on the day and we, we provide some tremendous homemade uh, food. John, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, John. And that's our programme for this morning. I'm John O'Connor. Thanks to John Foot on Controls and to you, the listener, for tuning in. Have an enjoyable weekend. Next update on this coming Wednesday evening between 10pm and 11 Dairy Gold Agribusiness for quality feed, expert service and support you can trust.